0: It's all about him. Amen. Now we're gonna wake up. Now y'all right, son? Have I met you before? All right. Well, here I am. You right there, baby? Come on. Now I'm a little sleepy today. All right. I'm normally I'm normally got some energy. I'm gonna to try to get it right now. Here we go. Let's go with the message today. Okay. ain't that pretty? Look at that. I never see my messages till Sunday morning. That's the truth. We write them, but then Roger makes them all pretty for me. Look at that! Boom! Got a tree with Christmas balls on it. Man, come on. Title of my message this morning is Embracing and Experiencing God's Love. Say that with me Embracing and Experiencing God's Love. Now let's do a quick little review. I've been in this little series for a while, but it's not going to be long. Last week was His Impact. His Impact. His Impact. Gave you a horrible poll. They polled people all across the world and uh, Jesus came in seventh, the one who's had the greatest impact on your life. But like I said last week, we found out polls can be wrong. (laughs) Amen. Come on, come on, come on. But guys, we need to step it up. We need to step it up as believers. If Jesus Christ has made an impact in your life, open up your mouth. Amen. Love, 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 love. But don't shut up. Amen? Say, speak up. And talk about the Lord. Live for the Lord. Amen? That, the world needs to see that out of us. But Jesus Christ's impact, I looked at on, on the ones that were there. Okay? The ones that were there. Did he really have an impact? Well, on Mary, without going over the whole thing again, she worshipped. She worshipped. Keep moving, Raj. What did we see? Hello? Hello? On Joseph, the impact on Joseph, he found purpose and meaning for his life. Can you imagine Joseph, the role that he played? You know, it's crazy what he did. Beautiful. He found a reason to get up every day. Praise God. And then on the shepherds, the lowest of the low. Boy, the angel appeared unto them. And say that with me. They did what? They feared and they that's us, baby. Come on, we should worship. We should find real meaning and purpose. We need to fear the Lord, reverence the Lord, and follow Him fast. Amen. Quit lallygagging. Let's move, baby. Come on. Amen. So, that was the impact on the shepherds. Then on Simeon, person a lot of people don't talk about a priest there in the in the New Testament didn't want to didn't want to die until he saw the Messiah, and uh, the Lord uh, convinced him he wouldn't, and so. He was able to see baby Jesus there in the temple. And he said, I have seen, say it with me, salvation. Has he had that impact on you? Have you seen salvation? Do you know you're saved? Do you know if you died, you're going to go to heaven? I tell people I'm saved. You know why? Because I was there when it happened. Yes or no? I was there when it happened. I know when I put my faith in Christ. It was Sunday morning last week, 39 years ago, December 18th, 1977. But instead of just hanging on to some date somewhere, I wouldn't hang on to some date somewhere if you don't know today that you have a relationship with Christ. Man, let's get it going. Can we do that? Can today, 2016 Christmas morning, can you nail that that you know Christ is your Savior and say, man, I've seen him. I know him. What do I mean by seeing him? Seeing that he loves you. And we're going to talk about it in just a minute. Knowing that he loves you and embracing that love and saying, Jesus, you're my Savior, my Lord. I get it. I got it. And we're good with it. Amen? Yes or no? That's what we're talking about. Simeon did. And then Jesus had an impact on Anna. And if you read the Christmas story, if you you stop in Luke, you you don't get these people. Okay? Here's Anna, an 84-year-old woman. And she's a prophetess. She was a woman of God in the Word of God. And the impact Jesus had on her, say it with me. She couldn't stop what? Thanking and what? And like I said last week, who's going to tell an 84-year-old prophetess woman to shut up? Nobody. (laughs) Amen. Come on. So open up your mouth. So an impact on all the people there. But we we left somebody out. And I want to talk about him today. Amen. Are you all right or not? It was so calm before I came back out, wasn't it? And now he's like loud. It's okay. Here we go. Come on. There's a scripture over in Ephesians. I'll just go ahead and have you read it with me. Would you do that? That Christ might dwell in your hearts by faith. That ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and height. Amen. Of the love of Jesus Christ. Let's look at that. The breadth. Say it with me. The length. Come on. The depth. And the height. One more time, Roger. We're going to do that one more time. Let's do it again. Come on. Back to the top. Here we go. The breadth. The length. The depth. And the height. How can I experience and embrace the love of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you what, it is big. It is big. And we're going to look at it for a little bit. So, keep going with Ephesians passage. The breadth, the length, the depth, the height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes what? Knowledge. That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. I was a Christian for many years, and a pastor for many years. And to be honest with you, I mean, I thought I was doing a good job. I think we were affected. But, man, I just wasn't filled with the love of God. It's not that I didn't love people. I think I loved people okay. But you know what? I didn't experience God's love for me. For me. I was busy giving it out, giving it out, giving it out, giving it out. And people were trying to love on me. And many people said, oh, he knows I love him. But, you know, deep down inside, I hadn't experienced... Love like I should. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm full of it now. You hear me? You probably say, I know you're full of it. (laughs) Full of it, all right. But I am. I am. When you tell me you love me now, you know my response is, I know you do. That sounds crazy. I know you do. It sounds arrogant. It's not being arrogant. I'm just reciprocating what you're saying. Y'all hear me or not? And I've learned I deserve to be loved. Well, that sounds arrogant. Why do you deserve to be loved? Because I made in the image of God. Because God loved me. He gave His Son for me. Amen? And, and honestly, guys, we need that in relationships. We don't need to be kicked around in a marriage. Yes or no? You're just in it. You're suffering for Jesus. You deserve love in a marriage. Both sides. Yes or no? Say but you have to experience that. You've got to embrace that. And sometimes you've got to, you've got to do some stuff to make that happen. And that's, that's me. I had to struggle some. But God has opened me up to where now I can embrace love and experiencing love. And I want to share that with you this morning. Y'all hear me today on Christmas morning. That's what God wants for us. He wants us to be filled with all the fullness of God. And that comes through knowing the love of Christ. Now watch. Well, I can't. Well, hush your mouth. Watch. Now unto him that's able to do what? exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the what? Power that works in us. You can experience, and this is what this is talking about. We, we quote that verse when you need something. Oh God, do this above listen, he's talking about you being full of the love of Christ and you thinking you can't be. Y'all hear me or not? You can be He's able to do this for you. According to what? Your good looks? My good looks? Our good works? No! According to the Holy Spirit, the living God's power that works inside of us. Amen. Come on. Yeah, praise the Lord with me. Come on, guys. Come on. come on. I know it's Christmas, but we're going to go ahead and preach. Amen. Unto Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Now let's roll it, Rog. Here we go. How can I experience... Embrace and experience God's love. I told you we left somebody out of the Christmas story. Let's find them. Who are they? Where are they at? The breadth? The length? The depth? The height? That's the journey. We're trying to find that today. We want to grow deeper in love. What's breadth mean? It means the broadness or range of knowledge. If you want to embrace and experience God's love, then I'm telling you something. His love is wide. It's big. And you got to get it in your head. Keep looking. The length. That word means the end-to-end extent or the stretch or the expanse. I think sometimes we don't get that. We don't realize how big God's love is from end to end. We're on a journey today. The depth. What's that mean? The distance downward. Or the distance inward. It speaks of that. Say that last part. Of what? intensity and what? Profoundness. God says, I want this for you. I want you to know the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height of my love. This is incredible. Beautiful. The height. It's the dimension from the bottom to the top. It's also a raised area. Or it's the highest what? Point. How can Jesus come in seventh? in the world. We're not opening our eyes, guys. We're not we're not embracing his love like we ought to. You hear me? Why would a pastor like me of all people not know that he's loved and not know that he has value? For many years, that was me. It's because I I didn't do what I'm trying to tell you today. Okay, and we're not there yet, but we're getting closer in case you're like, I still don't know what you're talking about. Okay, hang in here. Let's learn from some wise men. Say that with me. Let's learn from some what? (laughs) Years ago, the Lord gave me this little thought, and I want to share it with you today. Something came to me as I was studying years ago. Let's look at the wise men. That's who we've left out of the impact. And that's what you need to be. If you want to experience God's love and embrace God's love, I'm going to tell you something right now. You need to be a wise man or a wise woman. And listen to what I'm saying today. Quit closing your eyes to the love of God. Y'all hear me today. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came what? Wise men. From the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? Say this part with me. For we have what? seen his star in the east and were come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written in the prophets. By the way, in Micah, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not thou the least among the princes of Judah? For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men in, he inquired of them diligently what time the star had appeared. And he sent them where? To where? Bethlehem. And said, Go! and search diligently for the young child, and when you found him, bring me word again that I might come and worship him also. God's a liar, okay? He's a killer. So how can I embrace and experience God's love? We're going to learn from the wise men this morning. Number one, say that with me. The wise men did what? Now I'm going to need your help now. This is going to be elementary from here on in. This is me with you. Uncle Gary's helping. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. One more time. The wise men opened their eyes. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they, what? Saw in the east, went before them till it came and stood over where the young child Jesus was was. We're talking about experiencing and embracing God's love. How can we get that out of this passage? We've been talking that's what Ephesians says we're supposed to do. You need to know the breadth and the length and the height and the depth of my love, God says. And you can do this. You can know this. It's Christmas for crying out loud. You need to know God loves you. That's what Christmas is all about. It's about God loving us and coming to us. So what can we learn? Number 1, say it loud if you don't mind. I must open my eyes to God's love for me. I've got to do that. I try to teach you here to say this. I matter and I have value. Say that with me. I matter and I have value. You'll hear me repeat often. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I was made in the image of God. Okay, why do I tell you that? Because we don't know it. We've been dumbed down thinking we're nothing. We came from something that blew up, which is a bunch of bull. Okay? The Bible says it clearly. But if we can take away who we are, how we were created, and the fact that Jesus Christ came and died for us, I'm telling you what, no wonder we have no value. Yes or no? Amen? No wonder we treat people poorly. We live like animals many times. Excuse me. This is huge. You've got to open your eyes and know that God loves me. Okay? Keep looking. I've got a what? Can you help me? I've got to watch. I've got to see it. You can live your whole life with your story of how you were abused as a child. And I hate that. I hate things happen to many of you. But listen, are you going to let that be the story of your life? Yes, somebody evil may have hurt you. Somebody might have come along in your life and abandoned you or hurt you or left you or walked out of your life, but is that going to be the way you're going to live your life and end your life? Is that it? Say, you're going to have to work at it. Yes or no? Say, i got to open my eyes. i got to see the sun comes up every day. Amen. And God put that sun just far enough away so our planet don't burn up. But He put it just close enough so we don't freeze to death. How did the stars hang up every night like that and not come down and hit my house? We live in Florida. Why doesn't the water come in and just overtake us like every day, like a flood? It comes so far and it goes back. It's because we have a God in heaven. Come on, guys. Do you see Him? You've got to see Him. That can change your whole life. Well, Clark, what's that got to do with God loves me? It has everything to do with God loves you. Amen? And then the fact that Jesus came he came into this earth, gave his life so you wouldn't go to hell. He didn't throw you and me out like a piece of trash. Because I'm not a piece of trash. Say that with me. I'm not a piece of trash. But I meet people all the time. Doesn't matter how much money you got, status, I meet people all the time who think they're worthless. You've got to embrace what I'm talking about today. Y'all hear me? And experience it. The breadth, the broadness, or range of knowledge. Keep looking. You've got to know that. The wise men opened their emotions. we got to fly now. Here I go preaching too long again. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Say that with me. They, when they saw the star, they did what? Rejoiced with what kind? Exceeding great joy. Listen, if you want to embrace and experience the love of God, you've got to open your eyes. But number two, say this, this one with me. I must open myself emotionally emotionally. To God's love. Emotions. Put them in there. Amen? When you see something, like the creation, like the ocean, like the love of a friend or a daughter or a husband or a child, be emotional about it. Y'all hear me? Thank Him for that. Thank them for that. Stop being like, well, whatever. I don't really give a rip. You've got to put some effort in it. Save. We coach our boys at the high school. Man, give it all you got. Come on, let's go. That's how you need to do this. Y'all hear me? You gotta get with it. If you don't matter to you, who you got you ain't gonna matter, man. This is I mean, talking about experiencing God's love. I'm not talking about some pep talk today. This is based on the word of a living God. Amen. Yes or no? Come on, guys. I want this for you. I've got a what? Say, I got a what? That's what that breadth and that length and that depth, that's why it's big. Can you feel God's love? That word length, it means to the end, the end, the end extent or the stretch or the expanse. That ought to get you excited. Y'all hear me? Come on. And, I, and And I know you've been hurt. I have too. Thank God for people that comes along in our life that loves us. Amen? That'll speak love into our life. That'll tell us to get our chin up. But you gotta see it. And then when people come in your life and do that, oh, you gotta thank them. Amen? Say. Gotta love on them. Thank you. Thank you. Gotta keep moving. Man, I about wore myself out on that last little thing. I've been gaining weight hand over fist. (laughs) It affects your breathing. I'm telling you. But I ate like a pig last night too. But that's another story. The wise men opened their hearts. So we've seen they opened their eyes. They opened their emotions. And now they open their hearts. And when they were come into the house and they saw the young child, baby Jesus, with or the young child is actually like probably two-year-old Jesus right here, with mother, his mother Mary, they fell down. These wise men fell down. And they did what? Say it with me. So what did we see from that? Number three, say this with me. If you're going to experience and embrace the love of God, we're learning from some wise men. That's what we're doing. Number three, say it with me. I must open my heart for the touch of God's love. I've got to do what? Pursue it like you do a lover. Remember what it was like? Maybe you're right there right now. You're in a relationship and it's fresh and it's new and it's alive and you're like, wow, you know? That's the idea with the Lord here. If you want to experience and embrace God's love, you've got to run after it. Did you hear me? You've got to, you've got to do that with your heart. And you can do this. You can pursue Him. That's what they did. They fell down and worshipped Him. This is experiencing and embracing God's love. What I don't like to worship you know, I don't, you know, I don't like to whatever. You know, you need to force yourself to do this. Yes or no? Get your tail up. Be in church. I don't like to sing. Open your mouth. Well, I can't. Well, didn't Ephesians say it was the power? The power? I can do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think because of the power that works in me? Say, why have you got to be like you've always been? Why can't you be changed? Why can't you experience God's love? Why can't you worship? Why don't you ask the Lord that? Why don't you say, Lord, why can't I worship? Like Pastor Gary or, or somebody else. Why, why can't I do that? Well, you can. He wants you to. Y'all hear me, yes or no? That's special about me. I'm the son of a drunk woman. Amen. Say. Didn't grow up knowing nothing about the Bible. We excuse make. And we never get to the place of experiencing God's love like we could. Y'all hear me or not? You didn't know you are going to come on Christmas and get beat up on, did you? I have stayed home got nothing then. I'm really trying to help you today. Amen? The depth, the distance downward, the distance inward, it speaks of intensity. It speaks of profoundness. Our worship should be intense. I love it. I get to be me. He made me me. I get to worship like I worship. I get to sing like I sing. I pray out in that truck with those guys on Sunday this morning. And I'm loud. You can imagine me, can't you? You get to be you. You're not me. But would you open your heart to worship the Lord and see what's going to happen with your knowing that you matter and you have value, that you're loved? It's a beautiful thing. This ain't this ain't bull. I'm talking up here. Y'all hear me? I've lived it. I'm seeing it. The last thing the wise men opened their treasures, so they saw the star. They rejoiced emotionally. They worshipped. They opened their hearts. The last thing, say this with me. The wise men opened their what? Treasures. And when they had opened their what? Treasures, they presented unto him gifts. Gold and frankincense and myrrh. What's that got to do with anything? Well, just a little brief on thing on this. Frankincense and myrrh, they were very rare, very valuable. You hear about them in the Christmas story all the time. They were often used for incense or embalming. Okay, so you see it used often. Very expensive. They often accompany someone reaching out and caring for others. Say that with me. They often accompany someone reaching out and caring for other. Mm, clue, clue. If I'm going to experience God's love, got to care for other people in a time of need. Are you kidding me? This is going to come back to me. Yeah. They gave gold. A small chest of about 8x8 eight eight would be a little over 50 pounds. And in today's money, that would be about a million dollars. It's trading at about $1,200 an ounce right now. So it would be about a million bucks. That's what they brought. Why the gifts? Why did the wise men bring the gifts? Why did they bring the gifts? So Joseph, Mary, and Jesus would be well taken care of. What are you talking about, Clark? Remember Herod? He didn't want to worship. He wanted to kill Jesus. And when they were departed, the wise men, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Arise, and you take the young child and his mother, and you go down into Egypt. You run down to Egypt. You flee to Egypt. And you're going to be down there till I bring you word. For Herod's going to seek to kill the young child. So they had plenty of resources to take care of themselves for maybe a couple of years. Isn't that incredible? God wants to use you to help people. He wants to work through you. This is crazy. And when he arose, he took the young child, his mother, by night. They departed into Egypt. And while they were there, they were there, rather, until the death of who? Boom. Herod's dead. That's a good day. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son back. Amen? So, we've learned I've got to quit. Number four, if I'm going to experience and embrace God's love, i got to see it. i got to feel it. Okay? I've got to pursue it. I've got to run after it. Okay? The last one is this. Say that with me. I must open my what? So God's love can do what? Flow through me. I've got to what? Give it. I'm a better pastor today than I used to be because I was hurt abandoned felt like I was nothing but God said like Mitchell sang I'm right here I never left you you got me And that's where I started in my journey. Going, wow, I matter that much to you? Absolutely, son. Just like you've always been preaching. Like you've told everybody else. And God started filling my heart with Him. And I started experiencing that and embracing that. And the more I would do it, the more I'd run after it. Are y'all hearing me or not? And now love flows out of me. And I can give love better. I don't know if y'all have noticed that about me or not, but it's the truth. And I know you've noticed it because you've told me. doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, don't care a bit about what money you have or don't have, you matter to me. And I always want to take time with you. Why? Because you're valuable. Are y'all hearing me? And I love giving now. Y'all hear me, yes or no? That's our message today. A lot of us don't get there, but it's the power of God that can get you there. The dimension from the bottom to the top, the raised area, the highest what? I think the, when you can get to the place in your life, the best barometer of your heart in a relationship with God is your giving. And I'm not talking about just giving to church and popping. No, I'm not talking about that, guys. But you, you know you. If you're stingy... If you don't give to others and care for others, I'm going to tell you right now, you have not experienced and embraced the love of God like you can. Yes or no? And why not? This is a beautiful life to live. Amen? You'll get a whole different perspective on things and people and everything if you'll do this. Amen? I got to quit. Say it with me loud. Here we go. One, two, three. See it! You got to open your eyes. Come on, Ron, who's your brother? Feel it! You got to open your emotions. Pursue it! Open your heart. And then finally, give it! Open your treasures. And you will experience what God says. To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. This is God's gift for you today on Christmas. That you, you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now listen. Unto you. Unto Him, rather, that's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. According to the what? Power of the Holy Spirit that works in us. Unto Him be the what? Glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Say it with me. One, two, three. Merry Christmas. Let's praise the Lord for His Word this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen.